0: This young man that I have to my right, um, I don't know. I don't remember how he contacted me. Probably social media some way. Um, Ryan Adams says he's been in contact with him
1: before yes, as well. So, absolutely. I mean, this kid Very likes, likes
0: to grind and get it in. Uh, we have uh, young Trent Ferguson in the house. How you doing, brother?
1: I'm doing great. How are you? Thank you for having me.
0: No, good. I, and I like, you know, people always say that millennials are, are lazy and they don't have any drive. Now, first of all, uh, uh, you are you are impaired. How so? Uh,
1: I am totally blind. I have no sight, have had no sight for my entire life. About uh, whenever I was three months old, uh, we found out that I was uh, totally blind. And, um, you know, my thinking of it is, you know, I'm blind, but I won't let that stop me whatsoever. In this world today, you know, you have to you have to grind and do whatever you have to do. And, you know, it's just God made me this way for a reason. That's how I look at it.
0: No, that's a wonderful attitude. First of all, and like I said, there's a lot of able-bodied people out there, you know, bitching and moaning about a lot of things. Sure. Now, now I have a special guest that I have on, and I'm I'm not going to tell you who it is. Uh-oh. I want you guys to converse, and I want you to see if you know who it is. I think he has a pretty distinctive voice. Interesting. How how are you doing this afternoon? Don't tell him your name. I want you and uh, Trent to speak. How are you doing this afternoon?
2: I'm doing very well. How are you? Asking? Trent's Enrique,
0: program. that's Enrique. Enrique. Hey, how are you, sir? Enrique Olieu, who who calls baseball play by play. Okay, so we're definitely gonna have to talk about how that's possible. Now, you, Trent, you are you friends with Enrique?
1: Uh, yes, he is my mentor. We've been good friends for about uh, five years or so. He's a uh, he's a great man, and uh, just uh, a pleasure to be friends with him. Now, Enrique, how did you come across Trent?
2: Well, somebody, I don't know if you're familiar with people, when kids are mainstream into public schools whether they're visually impaired or otherwise, They have these teachers called reading teachers who go around to the different schools and make sure that a visually impaired person or whatever the disability might be, that they might have all the equipment, all the computer, all the Braille books, everything that you might need in that uh, effort. So a lady named Lois Sanders, who is the reading teacher out in his area, Highland County, Seabree, Avon Park, contacted the race office saying that this, I don't know, 10-, 11-, 12-year-old kid wanted to come and meet me. So I, uh, we said yes. So he came to our booth then, Lois Sa- Sanders, whose husband had p- pitched at the junior college level and had uh, coached at the junior college level, uh, brought him into the booth, and that seems to be so long ago and uh, found out that he had that he was going to the same school that I had gone to which was the uh, Florida school for deaf and blind and uh, we got a chance to mentor somebody and as people say I know it's a cheesy phrase maybe with Helen Hunt's movie uh, Pay It Forward but you get a chance to somebody had done something for you and go forward and do something for someone else
0: now, try not to ask you how much did you know of enrique and uh i mean how how has he helped you with the mentoring so far
1: he's helped me a lot you know we went to the same school he uh graduated uh of course uh, way before i did but uh we've uh we we've, we talk a lot we uh you know he tells me you know he gives gives advice and uh it's just fun watching him on the air he's a perfect example of you know, not not letting his his disability affect him whatsoever.
0: Now, Enrique, I have to I have to ask this question. Okay, okay you you are completely blind, correct? Yes, sir. So you're calling yes, indeed, you're calling a baseball game. I know I, when we were on Ron and Ian way back in the day, I asked you this question. H- how can you call a baseball game if you can't see the baseball? Is that a, is that a simple question?
2: Well, Ian, uh, and I nothing you can relate to this. I think playing offensive line, by the way, I think I called a few of your games because <laughs> I did the Buckles in uh, wow. 2002 and 2003. Wow. So, see, I did call a couple of your games uh, maybe. But anyway, uh, as you know, you feel the guy. Just as a quarterback in the pocket feels the guy next to you. Uh, at the blind school, the one thing I did enjoy about the blind school is the fact that we were taught how to play all these sports. We played. Uh, we did a month of every sport. We ran track every month. It's not the same now, but we ran track every uh, once a once a year. You know, for a month, whether it's running, whether it's jumping, whether it's whatever. We played t-ball, softball, you know, kickball, football. And the way we played football was that the uh, person who had the ball had to holler. And uh, totally blind kids like me played on either side of the line, whether it's offensive line or defense. You know, just a little sandlot. And the partially sighted kids we played the skill position players. So we devised all these games, but before we played all these games, we would watch video. You know, back, way right back when, there's not too many videos, but there was one in particular that I remember, which was the Vince Lombardi 30 minute, whatever it was, on football. Mm-hmm. It was very elementary, but that, it's just the way we did things. So they taught us, it was, they ran the theory of it, and they showed us a video clip, you know, a, video, a little video thing for 30 minutes before we would even go play the football. And we would adopt the football, whether to play on the mat whether it was to do all these things. So we did gymnastics. We did all this stuff. So Plus all the homework, all the coaches you talked to. So that the the rest of it is, you know, my play-by-play guy does the play-by-play, and I just talk about why or why he shouldn't. And as you know, you know, from playing football, offensive line, or you know, in your case, you just feel the guy, and you kind of study the guy. What, you know, is he going to do a bull rush on you? Mm. Or is he going to do an inside a stunt on you and what have you? And you kind of just feel those. So it's the same thing that goes for my job, in a sense. And, you know, all the preparation. You just know where the guys are supposed to be. Yeah, you catch your chances and so forth. So, you know, part a lot of it's my play-by-play guy, but a lot of it's the, the research and, how, you know, doing all the numbers, looking at all the scouting reports. But not just that. The relationships that I've been able to get whether it's for football coaches, basketball coaches, or baseball people. Well, and those have helped me out
0: a lot. Well, that's amazing. We're talking to Trent Ferguson and Enrique Olu, Uh Both are completely blind and both love sports and are into it. You know, Enrique basically said, you know, it's a feel thing. Now, Trent, for yourself, you said, I can't wait. It's football season. <laughs> and it's still tripping me out a little bit because you're going to stand and, and sit in front of a television. That you can't see now. Is it how important to you are good commentators? If you can't actually see the
1: game, oh my gosh, they're critical. Um, if you listen on the, uh, I listen to most football games on the on the radio because you know, you, of course. When you're listening on the radio, obviously, you can't see it, so they have to paint the picture. Sure. Uh, for example, I listen to the Bucks games on the radio. You know, Gene Deckerhoff, yeah, touchdown Tampa Bay! Yeah, yeah. And, and you Dave know, with, Moore. And Dave Moore, T.J. Reeves, all those guys. They just they put the excitement in, you know, with Rays games. Uh, I listen to most of them on the radio, and I listen to uh, – I listen to Enrique, and uh, of course, and I listen to Dwayne Stats and Brian Anderson on the TV side. So, yes, sir, uh, t- yeah, I, it is very, very important to have good commentators.
0: Well, all those names that you brought up are all good people awesome as well. people. I've all come across them, all very, very good people. Enrique, if you had some, you know, some advice to give Trent, what advice would you give him?
2: As you know, Ian, uh, it's not what you know. It's important, sure, because it will keep you in the door, but you better find out who can open. Not that you're looking just for somebody, but – in a relationship, never throw it away mm. because you never know who's going to open up a door to for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always talk about my story, which was way back in 1981, I went to this little junior college in Temple Terrace called Florida College. And it just happened that uh, the baseball coach there had played in Nicaragua. The first baseman was a little unknown guy. I'm sure you know me in named Orestes Estradi. Yeah. Who was, you know, the first baseman from Florida College. And little did I know – that that guy was going to be the big leaguer later and was going to work for the race. And he was working community, and he opened the door for me. Without that, you just can't get in there. I don't care who you are, cited or otherwise. If you know somebody, uh, you better know somebody who can get you in there. There are very few folks that have the name that are going to get you in there. And so it's, it's the network, whether you're in engineering or otherwise. Because especially now with the Internet, where people are putting up applications online, you better find somebody that can take your – Fight up to HR or wherever you go. So it's very important for you to get uh, you know network yourself, and also make sure that that, it's, that when you get that opportunity, be ready. As John Wooden would say, uh, "Once opportunity knocked, it's too late to prepare." So you better be ready to prepare. Because in our case, you can never. You might get only one, so you better make the best out of this.
0: Well, Enrique, I'm going to say this. You're an inspiration to me. I know to Trent as well. And uh, I remember your story way back when, when we interviewed you. And uh, it's, I think it's amazing. Once again, there's a lot of people who talk about millennials and how they're not doing this and not doing that. You're a, uh, you're a story of inspiration and somebody that uh, d- doesn't give a crap what he was dealt. And I, I, I appreciate that.
2: Well, you can. It's as it's, it's, it's my dad says, okay, you're as he always would say. You're blind. You better figure it out because we're not going to be around here forever. So right. the quicker you figure it out, the better it is for you. Well, so that was the thing. And, you know, and that's the thing. And it's, I'm sure, Ian, with you and your situation where you grow up, and same thing. I mean, you can either worry about poor, poor, pitiful me or just go forward and try to make the best out of it. And it's fine. And it's strange. To me, I've been very fortunate to have a lot of people around and who have helped me out. And, and that's just a thing. But if you treat people the correct way... You'll be okay, and I think that's, and if you do it correctly and people think enough of you, you'll, you know, you get places. Maybe not, you know, you can't be the star. You can't be, you know, the number one team on Fox, but at the point, who, who would have thought? You know, Gerald Sarrans 30 years ago did mm. the Pittsburgh game, but here we go 30 years forward, and Beth Mullins is getting a chance to do play-by-play on CBS on Sunday and did her first Monday night play-by-play game. You know, think about that. that who would ever thought that 30, 40 years ago?
0: No doubt, I tell you what. Well, thank you, Enrique. Thank brother. you, Enrique. And uh, hopefully, we can uh, hang out sometime. Have a have a yeah, meal.
2: Yeah, I want to go eat. Uh, I want to go eat with you. You Done. know, whether it's to the oh, uh, yeah. Noble Crust or to the uh, Aspirin. <laughs> you know, I understand if I get behind you. You know, uh, you know,
0: we'll go back to the old days of tent poles, my friend. I'm not scared, Enrique. I'm gonna hit you up and go get a good meal one day, brother. All right, All right man, be have good. Have a great day. All right, Enrique, I oh, you've uh, known that name for a while. When did, you hear, when did you first hear about him?
1: Oh, gosh, I uh, heard his story. I was in sixth or seventh grade, I believe, and uh, it just really, really inspired me to push forward and do what I need to do because – you know he he is like I s- stated earlier. He is the perfect example of someone not giving a darn what you're dealt with, and you know that's that's really what's inspired me. You know, I, yes, I'm blind, but I don't let it stop me. I'm just going to push forward and figure it out, like his dad told him. I think that's perfect advice.
0: And I bet you work harder and you do. You know, you're you're digging deep when you material-wise. You know, you know he was talking about you know reading people's books and getting inspired. Uh, you know, when you when you're going you know when you're thinking about getting yourself prepared i bet you get yourself prepared more than more than anybody else does
1: i try to yes sir mm-hmm. my uh, if 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 you're for example i do a uh, i do a sports podcast mm-hmm. every friday uh, i connected with this guy rich carroll from news radio wnzf in uh, palm coast flagler broadcasting i had had uh, some uh, recorded some texting while driving spots for him and then i also co-hosted a morning show one morning uh, him and i uh, just all of a sudden got together and doing a sports show every week and it's uh, my fr- a good friend of mine, Pat Clark, who I used to call, says it's like prepping for a final exam, mm. doing a sports, doing a show is like prepping for a final exam. And I could not agree more with that. I mean, you have to have your stuff. You got to, you know, do what you need to do.
0: Well, that's, well, you know what's funny, you took a, took some of my words away, okay, because when I speak to kids, I get a chance to speak to kids, whether it's, you know, uh, a, a designing schools graduating class, or a third grade class, or high school graduation, I said you get out of life what you put into it, so if you're a football player, and you lift a little bit weights, you'll be a little bit good, if you go to a test, and you study a lot, you're going to be a lot more prepared, Yes, sir. so that's a wonderful thing now.